Alright guys, this is Derek Soto. We're going to talk about the old inbound closing. Because if you are going to do the easiest funnel you can, the one-man band, you got to do um, inbound closing. And, you know, if you want to have a couple people to do it, you certainly can. Be very, very picky with these people. And... I wouldn't have them pay, but I would just have a rigorous vetting process for them. Here's how you compensate them, and here's why it's better than the current models, okay? Right now, um, the you have to think about the end result of everything you're doing, I'm going to say this a lot. We're playing chess, not checkers. So usually everything you do has more than one. Every move you make has more than one objective. And if you're making a move and it only has one objective, maybe re-examine it. Okay? Because you can usually kill two birds, one stone. Okay? So, for example, if you're running um, a uh, a little inbound call... You know, I would do it mobily, by the way. It's a massive waste of money to have people have to go into the same room and, and commute to a place. Now, you can do that, and there are benefits of having community and stuff like that. But in these times that I'm recording this right now, that's... Eh. But also, you got to future-proof your business. And people like Evan Pagan have, have been doing remote forever. So you can have people, you know, doing this, uh, connecting online and working with each other, sharpening each other. The Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, man sharpens man. So you definitely want to have your team get to your sales team get together and do mock calls and trade secrets with each other and just sharpen each other. And they, you need to have people that are open and, and willing to listen and try different closes and techniques and always be learning and growing. You never want them to be stagnant and bored in their job because they're always learning something new, okay? Whether you have to bring in different people um, to teach them stuff or have them, you know, buy a course and have them all go through it or or teach them your own stuff, whatever it is you got to do. But um, what you do is how you could set up your uh, structure. And this will also help sell. Um, this will also help or may help rather. Um, this part's going to be theory. Okay. Because I don't like dealing with uh, teams uh, of closers I like doing my own closing and having with the one-man band. Um, and I try to maximize my um, process as much as possible that I only need to answer my own calls and handle them and, and close it, and it's fine, and I've got time to do it, okay? Because I automate the other stuff that a lot of other businesses like sit there and focus and work on a lot. But I actually like the sales part, so I make time for that. And when you're when you own a business, you're gonna find that you're gonna make time for the things you like to do, 
and you're going to outsource the rest, and you need to do that. For me, since I like closing, I'll probably always be doing that. Um, and it always keeps me sharp because that's the most important part is getting money to exchange hands, initiating that transaction. That is where the money is made. And so you want to have optimal results there. But what you can't do is you can tell um, your closures, look, the price is $25,000. Anything you can sell it above for, that's your commission. So you can write your own commission. You can choose what your commission is going to be. So I don't care if you sell it for $30,000, for $50,000, whatever it is, as long as our client, you know, or I get XYZ, this way you don't have to pay a percentage of the commission and cut into your own profits, okay? Um, when you're dealing with high-ticket items, a lot of people think like they've figured out this kind of hard price. And yeah, it, you may have figured out a price that works and, a, and, and a, a thing to match that closes it well and all that stuff. But honestly, you know, you could always get more. Uh, if you're charging $25,000, who's to say you can't do twenty five? Who's to say you can't do thirty? At that point, does it really matter? If someone's spending twenty five or thirty thousand dollars with your company already, like an extra twenty five or thirty is not really gonna be an issue for someone that can afford that. You know, especially if you're marketing to the right people. Okay. So, you know, and uh, you know, honestly, I would I would I would shoot for the moon a little higher, you know, fifty thousand, hundred thousand, but Either way, whatever your price structure is, let's say, let's take something simple, like a $10,000 price close, okay? And you tell your team, look, it's $10,000. If you sell it for $10,000, you're not going to make anything. That that goes to the company, that goes to me, or that goes to the client, okay? Um, But if you want to make $5,000 per sale, sell it for $15,000, you know, if you want to make twenty thousand, if you want to make ten thousand dollars sale, sell it for twenty thousand dollars. You know, and so what happens is this breeds um, a lot of innovation in your sales. It it elevates your salespeople because they're going to be highly motivated to make more money and have them compete with each other and be like, hey, you know, like let's see who can get the most for this sale this week. You know. And they can make a pool with people online and Venmo each other if they lose and, and make bets and all this other stuff. Whatever they want to do, you know, make sure it's all legit. Uh, but, you know, you want to drive innovation in your company and how you can do that. And it kind of adds little, you know, people that do say, oh, excuse me, people that do sales are, you know, we're very competitive and so that drives us. I remember when I had a challenge, I was working on the phones before, with this company and the the team leaders got together and said, okay, everyone puts in $20 and for the next hour, whoever gets the most sales gets to keep all the money. So I was like, heck yeah, right? So I went in there, put my 20 bucks and I got eight sales in one hour, okay? And this wasn't a cheap product. And, um, and what happened was that 
of course they took half of the of the 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 money that was in the pot whatever but i still made like you know several hundred dollars on top of what are my whatever my commissions was which was cool but if i didn't have that push i would i never would have set a record of making eight sales in an hour doing that you know so the thing though is this is that you want to uh, if you have this ongoing where your commissions, you decide whatever your commission is, just sell, a, you know, whatever you sell above, you know, if you want to play it safe, sell it for 25500 If the whatever the base price is, plus 500 bucks, go for it, you know. If you want to do it for, if you want to double it, then double it, triple it, triple it, whatever you want, whatever you can do, go for it, figure it out, you know. And, um, just keep in mind, like, you know, you, you do have your sales goals and, and stuff like that. And so you might, you know, um, you might have to, um, kind of sprinkle in how you're trying it, you know, so do it every, you know, once you kind of hit your target, okay, then you have, like, say three weeks, you have to hit your target for three weeks. On the fourth week is innovation week, where you don't have a target, okay? So you can, you, this way, you don't have to worry about hitting your targets, okay? You can get rid of that pressure. And the new pressure is, whoever makes the mo the biggest sale, not only we're going to give you that commission, but we're going to throw a bonus in, too. And if you can systematize that new price point and help us to raise to that price point like yeah we're going to give you a bonus for that and it's going to be a, a pretty nice sweet bonus you know and then what we're going to have you do if you can pull it off three times then we're going to have you sit there and master that okay and then we're going to have other salespeople look at it and we're going to monitor it. And, you know, we're going to be like, okay, let's elevate it. Okay. And you can set a new standard, um, for the, uh, for the price point of the product. And, um, because you innovated a way to do it. For example, I was selling $2,000 courses, and I was like, how do I get set how do I sell $5,000 for the same thing? Because, I mean, it had a ton of value, you know? And so, and I was undercharging it too anyway, so I was like, okay, well, how do I sell for five? And I had to figure that out, and it was trial and error, but I figured out, I figured out a number of ways to do it. Um, and so that's, this, you know, breeding innovation is very important and you have to take risks as a company to do it and giving a person a week to hone that craft, you know, and stretch themselves and push themselves. Not only can they make monster commissions, you know, and they can make, they could sell the, the product higher than what it even caught, what the owner is even asking for it. Um, and you'll be totally fine with that because you're getting, not only are you happy because you're getting your full cut, you know, but you're also, innovation is happening in your company where people are 
doing legwork for you to figure out how to sell your product for a higher price point than what you're used to. Okay, never be one of those companies like, nope, this is how we do it. You just got to stick to the script and yada, 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 you know. So for three weeks out of the month, you know, just have your regular structure with your regular, um, you know, uh, whatever it is, you, you know, your uh commission fee or whatever it is and then on week four it's innovation time and whatever you and how it works you just kind of switch up the rules on week four and tell them like during the week i want you to do your homework and try different scripts and figure out and you can role play with people and you can role play with our more experienced staff and and um you need to make sure that your staff is open-minded and not like set in their ways so the last thing you want is an old dog that you can't teach new tricks, you know. But you want someone that's open to innovation. And the owner needs to be open to innovation as well. And this way, you might be able to find that a $25,000 offer is actually worth $50,000. And a person is able to help. You made a good decision hiring someone. And that person innovated away a process to close it reliably at $50,000. There you go. Now the now the product is fifty thousand dollars. That's the new benchmark, and they're gonna go ahead and teach it, you know. And they could be a lead and and get a nice bonus. And and by a nice bonus, I mean you could give them, you know, depending on how much you ha like how much money you're making and how much in the black you are in your company and stuff like that. You could give them a car, you know. It doesn't have to be cash. It could be a car. It could be something that's really motivating. You know, people, money is not the only motivator, you know. And so just saying, hey, I got a cool car for doing this and a, a cash bonus of 10000 bucks, you know, whatever it was, or 20000 bucks, or even $50,000, whatever it is, um, you know, and then let them um, lead the team and teach them that close and then have those people master that new level of close. Okay. And um, by doing that, you are, your company's growing. That's a, that's a way to grow your company is by increasing the price. Okay. And figuring out ways to close at a higher price point. I mean, that's marketing 101, okay? So I recommend that you do that. And um, theory or not, um, this is based, like, on real principles. This is something that's not so much theory because I actually did it in real life um, on a smaller scale um, from two to five. But, I mean... You know, when, again, when you're dealing with high numbers like 25, 30, or even 10 or more, you know, or even five or more, whatever it is, where, wherever you're at, um, especially if you're at the lower numbers, like two to five, that's easy. Okay. So, you know, there's people, you know, I, I heard these two women that closed a guy at a million bucks, you know. So really the sky's the limit. It's how you approach it and figure out. Just set some crazy goal. 
for Innovation Week and see what you can do. Try crazy price points. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a hundred thousand dollars. Great, go for it. I'm gonna go for a million. Great, go for it. You know, just as long as you're serious about it, you know, you have a plan going in and you give it your best shot, you know. And so um you know, you can do that. And um, you know, that week, you know, you might only have half of you know, you might rotate weeks where half of your sales force is doing the normal uh, script that's been proven and half is doing the innovation week and then you rotate for the next week or you're just willing to take a loss on that day. I mean, you're going to take a loss anyway in the beginning or every week really because you're always going to be pushing but you're innovating. And um, as you continually to creep that price up, you know, you might not have massive jumps from 25 to 50 but you might have 25 to 30 What's well, an extra $5,000 every single time someone closes? There you go, you know. And so, you know, and at the end of the day, that's just great. It's um, it's going to be bigger, um, you know, that will be your new base price. But, um, you know, you could tell them, look, you know, when we start raising these prices, um and you have to sell at the new price, it doesn't mean that now you have to, you can only keep whatever's above that. But, you know, we're going to give you a base commission, you know, you can do that, or you can, you know, be a little more strict and be like, this is the new thing, and you have to sell above that. And that's how this job is. And uh, because we're about innovation, about and this will grow you as a closer, and you'll learn how to close at higher price points. And so I recommend going that way um, and doing that because the person that pioneered it's going to teach you how to do it, and then you just got to practice and learn how to do it. And this way you grow as a closer, and this way you're not just going in old hat, been there for two years, still selling at the same price point. That's ridiculous. As a company, you're not going to grow if you never increase your price point. The only one, no one can give you a raise. It's your business. The only one that can give you a raise is you. And this is how you, this is a beautiful way of how to give yourself a raise, you know, by leveraging other people's effort and time to do it. And if you're doing it by yourself, then push yourself to do it like I did. When I went from two to five, it took me a while and I lost some sales in doing it, but it was worth it because after I was able to, I learned how to close at five, it more than made up for the, for the $2,000 lost sales. After I made my first few sales, I got back all the money that I lost in $2,000 sales and had extra, you know, because that's more than double what I was charging. So at the end of the day, I definitely recommend that you go ahead and uh, try to implement something like this. Be adventurous, you know, and don't be so stoic, you know, be more open minded in your business. And that's how you can have exponential growth is by taking calculated risks like what I'm talking about right now. All right. God bless.